0: My name is Daisy O'Rourke. Do you have a message for me to pass on to the living? to Hauntingly Yours, a podcast for the paranormal. I'm DC O'Rourke, your phantom bard, and I am very, very happy to be back presenting haunted tales from across the world. My friends, my family, I, I do apologize for my extended absence. Life, unfortunately, gave me a few dozen lemons, and well, I'll just leave it at that. I am back in the saddle, though. It's been a very busy, busy year for me in terms of the paranormal. Lots of investigations and ghost tours uh, over in Williamsburg and lots of writing and collecting stories. It's, It's all been a lot of fun, but a lot of work. Anyway, I'm back here for you with episode number seven, finally finally the anticipation is over episode number seven is going to be dedicated to fleetwood church which is located in brandy station virginia now this is a location that i hold very near and dear to my heart uh i've been there uh, two times now uh my first time was for a uh, paracon paranormal convention of all things in which i got to investigate um the the Fleetwood church itself learning all about the history and the hauntings. And of course the restoration efforts behind that. And then, uh, later on that night, we investigated a couple of other locations, but I came back to Fleetwood this year, actually 2021, um, just a few weeks ago, back in September for a psychic fair, which was tons of fun, met loads of great people. But anyway, why are we talking about fleetwood because fleetwood deserves to be mentioned and i figured what better way to present fleetwood as a whole than bring on two people who know about it quite intimately and they do every single thing that they possibly can to boost the church up and its restoration efforts and These people are just all around awesome. Uh, Their names are Donnie and Christy Parker. They are from the Paranormal Investigation Team Spirit Guides Paranormal. And I'll just read a a brief bio about them off of their Facebook page. Uh, It says, we started off cleansing homes of negative energy and found in some locations we were bumping into spirits we decided to gather like-minded people who are all sensitives and who all had experienced paranormal phenomena. Our team includes a well-known historian, a psychic medium, and three of us are Reiki practitioners. We focus on finding you answers to your paranormal activity and we don't charge you for our services. We are here to help you and your family feel safe. Spirit Guides Paranormal can help both the living and spirit entities. We also do events that raise funds to help preserve and restore historical locations, donating all to that location. Ladies and gentlemen, need I say more? Let us welcome Donnie and Christy Parker, Spirit Guides Paranormal, as we delve into Fleetwood Church. All right, guys. So thank you so much for coming on the show. How have you been?
1: We're doing good. Very very busy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I bet you are, and I can only imagine why. <laughs> Anywho, what's yes. up? And thanks for having us. Oh yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Of course, I, I'm I'm flattered that you agreed to come on. Now, um, this episode is obviously going to be centered around Fleetwood Church, um, so pretend that I know absolutely nothing at all about it and give me give me a little bit of the history um and you know kind of the the origins of the place
1: okay you want me to start you want to start well
2: the history of the place dates back as far as we can find in Culpeper county records to 1850 we're not sure what was there other than what the spirits are allowing us to to know each visit uh church was built in 1880, established in 1881, decommissioned, I think, in the 1970s, yeah. turned into an antique store and something else. And then uh, the owner that has it today is trying to run, uh, restore it back to its original form.
1: Interesting thing about the foundation, though. Um, Steve Pollitt, who owns it, has found Civil War bullets in the foundation. There is also um, a sketch in the Library of Congress that's dated 1864, I believe, uh, that was done by one of the soldiers who was fighting in that area. There's a lot of Civil War history that we'll get to, and it shows a building where the church would be, but you can only see the corner of it, so it's just this kind of tantalizing clue of what might have been there.
0: That's interesting. Interesting. I'd be curious to know what exactly that was, we you know yeah. like was it another church or something entirely different
2: uh the spears are telling us it was a home uh-huh. a home okay somehow, that somehow may have caught on fire uh, other than that, we're still digging for answers
1: and that would kind of explain, okay. There is such a web of information that it's hard to lay it out in in a way that makes sense. So bear with us a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of Brandy Station has a really rich history starting before the Civil War. Um, There's the area that is now Route 29 was generally the area of the Old Carolina Road that was used by the East Coast Native Americans that would travel north and south. So and also the Matapony Indians, um, pamonkeys what else, Donnie?
2: Cherokees, uh, uh there's so many.
1: Right. Well I know the Mataponies particularly were close by. So you run into native spirits there, and that has definitely happened. Um then you come up in time, obviously there's a, a rich civil war history. Right across the street is the Brandy Station Battlefield, where the largest battle of the civil war took place
2: it was actually the beginning of the gettysburg campaign they started there headed north to gettysburg
1: yeah a little brandy station had a railroad track running through it which made it made it a place made it a stop
2: supplies and troops Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, the the land that the church sits on right now was owned by daniel and melinda wine they owned right over basically to, to the edge of the property where the highway safety place sits right now. There was an older cemetery on the property that predated the church. Um, it seems that it had two potential names, one being the Brandy Graveyard and the other being the Wine Graveyard. Nobody knows what happened to those. They're marked on on maps, but there's no record of of bodies being exhumed from that particular graveyard, then, of course, there was the, the church cemetery.
2: Which we tried to find out who was exhumed and who wasn't because we've, through, people found out that a lot of the gravestones were just pushed to the uh, railroad tracks. The only one remaining at the railroad tracks is Gertrude Rice's headstone. And we're kind of getting an idea where it belongs. We may, at some point,
0: Relocate it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm sure she would appreciate that. She's I a very sweet lady. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know, I I think about all of that and I can only imagine, you know, how that affects the the paranormal activity on the land, you know, with all of this I guess could you call it displaced energy almost? You know, these People that are looking for a peaceful slumber, but are angry or you know upset, or I mean, you tell me.
1: I think this yeah. place works, or, or for or, some of them. Yeah, they stayed in the same place, but it's not their place anymore. So, yes, definitely. And there's there's layers. It's very interesting. Um, a Especially around of, the
2: solstices.
1: Yeah,
2: it gets really active. We end up with a whole house full.
1: Yeah. And most likely, uh, civil war soldiers buried around there and even potentially body parts since a couple of doors up was a a civil war hospital used as a civil war field hospital. So the land is just incredible. You know, we've even, uh, run across a gentleman from who seems to be from world war one. Uh, and the indication is he missed his train and he keeps showing up there and showing up there and showing up there. It's, of frustrating for
0: the poor guy wow yeah i'd be uh pretty frustrated myself if i were in that situation (laughs) i mean who wouldn't honestly but yeah that's kind of intriguing so you're talking about the uh the field hospital a couple doors up you're referring to the graffiti house yes Ah, okay yeah
2: and I'm sure actually, you probably a couple more, but if is well well known, yeah, there were mm-hmm. several
1: around the Brandy Station area, but the it Griffey was actually was... known as
2: the Culpeper Civil War Field Hospital, which engrossed all the houses that were used during the battle to amputate and
1: right as field hospitals, yeah. they all kind of were labeled the same thing. We've actually gotten to investigate a private residence not far from there that was also used as a field hospital.
0: Oh wow! I bet you that was awesome that it, cool. was kind of cool it was uh, yeah it was
1: the first thing we ever investigated
0: oh, yeah, oh that's cool.
2: Cool. yeah well the thing was with that house it was originally built in the 1700s and the children of the gentleman there is buried in the backyard oh, oh. And that's when we first realized that we need to start introducing ourselves on investigations because we were asking we we did the investigation got some hits. And the, the owner asked me to smudge the house. So I was smudging the house. Walked in a room with no activity and the creepies kept, you know, that feeling that you just entered something or mm-hmm. walked in and stirred, just stirred a pot. Yep. <laughs> the list it started, the smudge shell was about to dry up. The girls come in with me. I am the only male in the house. I go to the other side of the house to refill my shell and –
1: And then we take over in that room and do an EVP session, asking questions. um, We sort of felt some activity around us, but there was nothing that we really knew that we got. Well, we got back to the house thinking, eh, you know, a fair, fair success. Put in the footage or the recording from the EVP, and we got one of the best Class A EVPs that we've ever gotten. It was a male voice with a distinct Southern accent. Who said?
2: Who's in the room? Who's in the room? Just like that. It was like, who's in the room?
1: Yep.
2: And it was like, oh, wow, man. Now <laughs> we we got to start introducing ourselves.
1: Yeah, because it occurred to us, we're standing in the man's living room. You know, and what a fair question. Who's in the room? We're standing in my living room. <laughs> who it,
0: are you people? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the polite thing to do. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. That's incredible. Huh. I'd be taken aback by that at first but I'd humbly introduce myself. We do it yeah, almost do it every time. Yeah, pretty yeah. much any place we go. Unless if we... we feel them there, we introduce ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good old southern hospitality, right? Nice.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. So I I feel like we keep kind of going back and forth between history and paranormal activity. Um why don't I go ahead and ask the question, how how did you guys discover that Fleetwood had um, some resident spirits?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, the very first time we investigated it, that was pretty obvious.
2: There was some but residents, was... but there was also some travel crews that actually were in battle and did not die in that area, died somewhere else.
1: Yeah. And that has okay. a lot to do with the presence of the, the field hospital, a graffiti house. But you know, that's that's been the pattern of Fleetwood ever since we've been hanging out there, which is quite a quite a while now. It's got its residents and it's but it's there's always passers through, so you don't know who you're gonna get. Keeps it interesting.
0: Hmm. I can imagine that it certainly does. Yeah. It's like peeling an onion.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh uh, there you go. There you go. I was uh, actually listening to uh, a podcast with uh where Steve dills uh was on, and he was talking about um another investigator referring to the paranormal as a whole, kind of like an onion and peeling back the different layers, so it's yeah. funny that you mentioned that
2: <laughs> well, I didn't know it. i hope it wasn't
0: copyrighted, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 I'm sure he doesn't want that problem on his hands, but anywho so. Tell me, like, um, wh- do you find that mostly the spirits that you encounter at Fleetwood are intelligent, or do you get, like, more residual activity?
1: You know, I'm not sure. I think we do get you, both. What, what do you think is residual, though? Pretty much everything seems to interact with us.
2: Yeah, okay. You well, know, that that weird footage we got when we left the cameras behind Yes. Of the dragon across the floor of the footsteps.
1: That's true. The woman's side. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's inconclusive, I, I think. There's some that could be. And there you get weird light anomalies in there, too. Um, yeah. We left some cameras in there overnight one night and got the, the audio that Donnie was just speaking of. And we also got pink mists. I mean, like, seriously pink. Ooh. I don't know how that happened.
0: That's interesting. I wonder what that could be.
1: And they were in areas that people pretty consistently get light anomalies, although they were... Yeah, they can take three or four
2: shots at the one area of the church, and all of a sudden, if you're lucky, it will show
0: up. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Wild. I'd be curious to explore that some myself.
1: Hmm. Yeah, take some pictures.
0: Yeah, never know what might happen, I guess.
1: Yeah. Oh, Tim Bocchi in there. Our, our teammate Tim Bocchi has this amazing talent for finding life anomalies. He <laughs> really does.
0: Cool. Well, I mean, we all have to have a knack for something,
2: right?
1: Yeah. Oh, he's got
2: a knack for that. He some does. of them we can debunk and some of them we come at. Yep. So yeah. You you know, a ghost magnet, dude?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Pop Rossi for the paranormal.
1: That's
0: Tim Bocchi. Oh,
1: Mr. Bocchi.
0: I like it. Donnie, you should copyright that. Paparazzi for the yeah. paranormal.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the cool.
0: Yeah. Now, I'm curious, like, in terms of different spirits that you've met, um, can you tell me about a, a, a few of them? You know, I, I don't am... know how many names you've gotten, and you know, actually, like, connected to the history and whatnot.
2: We've gotten some names connected to the area. Okay. Yeah. I've been well... there after the, we got the names it's sort of like uh, a puzzle. You get little bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. All right, I was wearing gray. I was from this state. This is my name. And then you kind mm-hmm. of put it all together. And or where you... the
1: injury was. Oh, That's yeah. helped us a few times, too. There's one, though. And, and she was known a couple of doors down very well. Melinda. Um, she was known as a graffiti house spirit. But the thing is... When, when Graffiti House kind of closed down for COVID and they weren't getting much going on, there was actually more activity going on down at Fleetwood. And she kind of moved, shifted down there, and she's down there all the time. Now, you know these lovely ads that we've done for our upcoming event, and mm-hmm. a couple of them, they were done by our other teammate, uh, Merlin Bradbury's daughter, Sarah. I had to <laughs> put that in there. Anyways, Sarah put in this woman wearing a purple dress, and two of them. Yeah. That is Melinda. Oh
0: uh-huh.
1: she's known for wearing purple, and sometimes when she's around you can smell lilacs.
2: And the little girl in the one with them next to the railroad st- tracks is one and only AKA. Both names fit her. Sarah and Sally. Oh cool. it came out that Sally was sort of the nickname. Mm-hmm. For
1: Sarah. Sarah. It it was kind of mysterious because when people would talk to this little girl who, again, hangs out in the entire area down there, they would get both the name Sarah and Sally. And then who was it? Somebody discovered that it was not at all uncommon. Pat O'Keefe. It was Pat. And then somebody uh, else brought it out. that The name that Sally is a nickname for Sarah, which isn't done that way anymore, but it was back then. And then somebody else mentioned it again. I think it had to do with Scotchtown. There was a Sarah at Scotchtown oh, who was, went by the his, name of Sally. Wife. Yeah,
0: the wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his wife. so what?
1: that was the thing. We had no idea. So it is the same little girl, and she's around a lot. And then there's our other little buddy.
2: Our little buddy.
1: Our other little buddy.
2: And you've seen you've seen the picture of him with uh Daniel Clay's, right?
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. The I have. Uh, Oh, my It was God. during the Paracon. It was during
1: the 2022 Paracon. Buford, our little buddy Buford, <laughs> who's about seven years old and has wild red hair. Um, of course, uh, Donnie and I were at the church while another team was investigating one night, and I was playing with the Echo Box.
2: That's a Merlin. We were hanging out in the back corner. Was
1: it? I think the very first time, though, I was oh, I it was, was just talking me. to Merlin. It was you and me, and I was talking to Merlin on Messenger. Now, if any of you guys who, who know us know that Merlin Bradbury is incredibly psychic. Um, so he came up on the Echovox. Buford told me his name. He told me he was around. Um, and here's Merlin talking to me. Uh, and she's kind of filling in details as they're coming to her. Well, ever since that night, we have been able to contact this kid. He's absolutely fascinated with us. Um, he likes our
2: toys, the flashing lights. And the <laughs>
1: coolest thing is that when Cecily got that picture of Buford with his arms wrapped around Daniel Class, he looked exactly like Merlin described him, down to the wild red hair. It's just incredible. Um uh, we've we've come across his mother too who's not real fond of us. Joan. She Joan Joan thinks all of our ghost hunting tools are witchcraft.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I've met a couple of spirits like that in, in my yeah. travels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. How cool, though! I mean, it's, you know, it, it definitely sounds like a colorful cast of characters. It um, is. Yeah, it is. That. I, I dig it. I dig it. Now, I'm I'm curious. Um, you know, obviously, I've been to Fleetwood a, a small handful of times now. I it seems like every time I go there, people are picking up on uh, a reverend, somebody who can possibly be tied to the church.
2: He is I now do. starting to rally and make himself present of late.
1: Yep. Yeah. You know, it's, ah. it's interesting. The first time we really were, he was brought to our attention was uh, Rob Thompson, right? Isn't that his name? With ghost The ghost fighters. He's he, with he, ghost he, he's, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and he said that he saw a, a figure that looked like a priest. And we were like, well, but it was a Methodist church. But we looked it up. It, was, it actually was a Methodist Episcopal church. Oh. And we look up their garb.
2: They had the robes.
1: They had the robes. Uh-huh. Okay. Then we were in there with another group who had um, a, a young gentleman with them who was a uh, psychic medium and could see them as well. And he described the same thing.
2: I said the sisterhood.
1: <laughs> and then most recently at the psychic fair, uh, the Sisterhood of Magic and Wonders with uh, Pat O'Keefe, the Connor sisters, Rhonda. I forget which one of them. First picked up on the priest.
2: Uh, it was Misty was it? Misty. Yeah, it
1: was Misty. Okay, they saw him too. um He didn't ever mess with us at all until right after the the psychic fair.
2: Yeah, he liked.
1: Me. Um. Well, he and, liked he, me too and he didn't like me at all. We he in fact he never even made himself obvious to us as many times as we investigated that church. He never popped up. Other people saw him. And then, do you want to tell them? Because we really haven't told anybody.
2: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, let's just say I had an attachment that was coming through. Well. <laughs> it came through at the church with things that were going on. It was telling me, to demanding me to go in and stop it in the name of God. This is blasphemy and all this other stuff. I'm like, come on, dude. Decommissioned church. Let's chill. It's all good we're trying to renovate they held it back for a while but it followed me on
1: yeah <clears throat>
2: and, uh, and i started know. playing some weird music that i don't even play he
1: doesn't he doesn't even remember doing it which is interesting but all of a sudden all this uh crazy wild organ music starts coming from the computer and you know it didn't really sound like donnie and it occurred to me like oh dude this is not good
0: <laughs> yeah um
1: and he wasn't real pleased with me for, for organizing an event that he didn't approve of, him being the, the preacher guy. So he, he had to be escorted out. We
2: think old school but preacher. Yeah. Seance outside. Right. Witches in your church. Yeah,
1: he wasn't crazy about it. And and then we toasted at the end with a bottle of mead. So I don't think he liked that either.
0: Yeah, that was, it sounds like that would be the case. <laughs>
1: yeah, it wasn't good.
2: Interesting. You should have had
0: wine. Yeah, there you
2: go. might let it go. That Communion.
0: was a funny wine. Oh yeah, yeah well, he didn't know that. Uh, can't go <laughs> wrong with mead.
1: Right. Nah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I tell me about the the upstairs in the church. Like everybody seems to always be drawn to that. Do you guys yeah. feel like there's something or someone up there?
1: There's someone who hangs up, up there's out of hangs there. There's someone hangs
0: up there now and again.
1: But it's not, it was an addition, I think, when the place yeah, was used I don't as an antique original. store. Somebody put that in.
2: Oh, which one
0: though?
2: Huh? we talking about the loft, or you talking about the, the little steeple area upstairs?
0: Uh, I, I guess it would be the loft, yes.
1: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> that was added in later. And yeah, there has been some strange walking sounds. And I think one investigation. Uh, Don Malner had his Eddie, I call it Eddie, his EDI.
0: EDI. Yeah.
2: It, it does everything. We're sitting on the steps, and they heard somebody walking up above there, and then there was a vibration on those steps coming down. This set off the, uh, I call it Eddie. Yeah.
1: And Merlin and Denise have both uh, detected the same fellow up there. They describe him the same way.
2: But that's that's, a black gentleman. He, overalls. Uh, uh, bibs, and... A nice shirt, but he's always proud of his hat.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And he's proud of taking care of the church.
1: So, but that area is an addition. And and then, of course, there's the whole enclosed steeple, which I've had the pleasure <laughs> of being up into the second level. It's really quite a thing up there.
2: It's yeah. Crazy. It's a stairway to heaven for sure. <laughs> there you go. I can't get up I anymore. Like I swallowed up and the door got smaller. <laughs> But I've been up there. That was before we got cleaned up. There's nothing like sticking your hands in fresh bird (laughs) poo. Yeah,
0: I bet. I have a a curiosity question. So what would you say is the craziest thing that's happened to you at the church, you know, in terms of paranormal activity?
1: Oh, well, there was.
0: uh... What was the event when we
2: we first we first got an SLS, so we figured, all right, we'll yeah, get the team long. together, and we'll go to the church and check it out. And we were there. We picked up a little anomaly outside. And
1: we're assuming everyone knows what an SLS is, right, should we say? Yes, uh, it's camera that, that maps a stick figure.
2: There you go. Well, we took it inside. We mapped something outside. It came inside with us. And while we are inside... All of a sudden, the front door slammed. So I'm like, okay, the air changed inside. I'm going to go check outside and see what's going on and to see if it's the wind or somebody screwing around outside. I go outside. There's nothing. There's no wind. I hang out, have a smoke, come back in. Christy, uh, uh, an old teammate of ours, were playing with the SLS, and there was an entity beside Christy. Stroking her hair, touching her hand, little girl, and all they'd say, don't scare on something, I'm not going to. And all of a sudden, this entity come off the chair, hit that big table that sits in there on top and starts wailing on my forehead.
1: Yep. Donnie walked in, it was the craziest thing, and we we're watching this live on the SLS camera. This, what seemed like a very sweet little girl, and I think it was, it was standing next to me, just patting me on the head and whatnot, leaps across the table that's in front of us to get at Donnie and is wanging him in the forehead. It was the dirtest
2: thing you ever I had a seen. heck of a headache above one eye. But the, the thing is, we found out later there was a gentleman to come by and do some work in graffiti, which was just pretty much relic counting from the sound came down to church and butchered some land and she was upset with that guy, but I hadn't been to the church in a while and I had grown a beard. Mm. So she hadn't seen me and all of a sudden I got a beard. So I was, kind of looked like the guy to her. So it was like, I am I got you now. I'm going to punch you out.
1: And she took that and <laughs> it was really something.
2: I had an egg for about two days.
1: We've got
2: the SLS Ooh. footage. Oh, tonight. the SLS footage is funny. It looks like lasers coming out of her. It does.
1: It looks Oh my like gosh. Scary. Not and and then
2: you'll see me grab my forehead, going "Oh, yeah!" yeah.
0: <laughs> you guys will have to show me that at some point. That yeah. that sounds interesting. I'll find the footage and uh, I'll send it to you.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's totally wild. Sounds like she had a a lot of fire in her. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
0: wow. Why don't we um, talk about the restoration efforts? Fleetwood Church a little bit, you know, tell us about um, what the owner is, you know, trying to do and the different events you guys are, you know, putting together.
2: uh, Let's see. Uh, He's been doing a lot on the tin roof as you've already seen Mm -hmm. the get-go, but you might should we? Should we? Yeah, let's do it. All
1: right, go for it. You're going to
2: be the first one that got this information. Breaking
1: exclusive news.
2: It's coming. There is now a signed contract to repair the steeple.
1: Yep.
2: Ooh. So yeah, it's going be, be hopefully Will maybe we, this month, next month.
1: We just literally, what was it, two days, three days ago?
2: Somebody signed the contract.
1: Brought over the paperwork, which the owner signed. Um, the the fellow who did the estimate and is managing it got back gets back into the office tomorrow. So we should be able to get it on the books, but we have literally raised thanks to everybody that comes to our events from the beginning to now enough to redo that steeple. And that's incredible. I mean, right now we're a little hesitant because it's just a signature on a piece of paper so far, Mm -hmm. but when that steeple gets done, everybody who has pitched in on this and come to our events and donated and come to see what's going on is going to know just exactly
0: where your money's been.
1: where your money has gone, and it's going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, amazing in capital letters. I mean, yeah,
2: rock on, guys. All cedar shake going back, and yep. sort the what wood was rotted inside. Already got rough cut to be replaced.
1: He's, he's having the inside done at a sawmill in rough cut wood, so it'll be like it was when it was
0: original. So cool.
2: Yeah. It so cool. You know, the only yeah. thing we can't do that was original is because we hadn't seen a picture of it. Originally there was supposedly a cross on the top, and one storm or hurricane came through. And it was a young man, or well, not young man, it was an older man, got in touch with us and said that, yeah, there was a cross up there. And when it blew off, me and my buddies on bikes tried to find it. We <laughs> couldn't. Yeah.
1: yeah. Although it's decommissioned now. So there's a cap going on the top. Um <laughs> At one you time, go. apparently, it did have a stained glass window. Was that was that in the back. Yeah, and it, it
2: because broke you, out. Well, no, it's, he hasn't opened those shutters. It still might be something back there, but that's uh, where he finds the stained glasses. Those.
1: Yeah, that fast. Which
2: me. was the front. The back of the church was the front facing the uh, railroad tracks. That's
1: right.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. So like in terms of restoration what's next after the steeple
2: well we gotta get a price on the foundation the
1: foundation oh yeah. that's right
2: and that yeah. uh blackjack soil on that one side is really taking a beating
1: yeah so he's already bolstered it and jacked it up a bit but it's
2: and he's gonna another six inches and have the foundation replaced but yeah. he's saying the original bricks yeah so we hopefully get it back the way it was, but that's going to be the next major project. Mm. Yeah.
0: All in due time, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, I figure one day we'll just have a big old painting party and we'll all look like the church. That's right.
0: <laughs> Nothing wrong oh, with
1: that. You know what though, maybe not. Because the last I spoke with Steve, he wants to strip the paint and make it like a natural wood.
0: Okay. Oh, we'll cool. have a
1: natural we'll have a stripping party.
0: We'll have a stripping party. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's in the walkie, that? <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're no, it's not. no, we're good. No, we're good. No. Oh, oh me. So, in terms of um, you know special events and stuff, I mean, why don't we go ahead and um, do a, a a giant plug for this upcoming weekend?
1: Yes, indeed.
2: Yeah, the spirits of Brandy Station—they're waiting for you. That's Ooh. right.
1: We are doing a Paranormal Investigation event, which is far more than just Spirit Guides Paranormal. It involves... Well, we've
2: invited s- a bunch of our friends and family.
1: Six other teams, seven teams total, including D.C. O'Rourke and Shadow Walkers Paranormal. Whoop,
2: whoop. Yep. Whoop. That's right.
1: Transcend Paranormal. Uh, Haunted MD. MD. Madison yep. Area Paranormal Society.
2: Luna Paranormal Virginia.
1: And Fife Paranormal, Ever- Jake Fife. Yep. So, we are not only investigating the church and the grounds around it, but we have...
2: We're sharing with our friends.
1: Yes, that's right. <laughs> we have two, actually now three, but we're still calling it two, locations on the Brandy Station battlefield, which is just slowly expanding adjacent to the church. Um, we're very excited about this. We'll be also investigating Fleetwood Hill and the ruins of the St. James Church.
2: And we found another location right nearby, just a short hike over the ridge.
1: We did not even over the ridge. It's on the downhill side, so it's easy.
2: Yeah. Well, you got to go back to your ridge, so that'd be uphill. Yeah,
1: well, a little bit, yeah. If you go down, you got to go back up. That's how yeah. it works. Okay. So, the area at the bottom of the hill where the ruins of the St. James Church is, is a field where it was called... Russia's Lancers. Yeah. Russia's Lancers, basically, uh, they were Pennsylvania reg- Regiment 6th, I think. 6th yeah. Cavalry or
2: something? Some of this um, Cavalry Regiment, they got slaughtered. They got
1: their butts handed to them by the Confederates up on St. James Hill. Now,
2: which is great about St. James Hill is that church survived the entire battle of Branding Station. But on the winter campaign, when they came back through, the Union troops tore the church down for chimneys and all for the winter camp when they came back to Culpeper.
1: So that's why it's no longer there. But this additional location, um, Cecily from Madison Area Paranormal Society and I went and raked the woods
2: around the So the Saint Walnuts James. you cannot trip over. You're not going you to care slide of on the
1: Walnuts. But we were kind of looking across the street from where you walk into go up to St. James and saw that there was a marker over there a historical marker We're like okay this is part of the battlefield so we we boogied on over there and you can't read the marker so we didn't know where we were but you know we we're both investigators and have been for a long time and just kind of got led over to this one area where there's a wooden bridge that crosses basically just a ditch and that place has a serious case of the fields oh my goodness uh, so we came back and got in touch with our historian richard deardoff and he said, oh, yeah, that, that area, that was a big deal. And that's when he told us about uh, Russia's Lancers and the battle that happened there. So we are able to incorporate that area into our investigation. That's not that far.
2: So if you get bored at the church, we wander over there.
1: This, yeah, it's really close. So this is the coyotes another,
2: show up. Then I'm going to play with the coyotes.
1: This is a first. This is a first. We have not incorporated this area yet. In fact, it's far as i know we're the only ones to do public investigations at the brandy station battlefield yeah, He's
0: special. yeah. super it. special <laughs>
2: <laughs> i you love it got, though that's
0: awesome we, we just got friends in the right places that's right. Yeah, there you go what's the old saying it's not about what you know it's about who you know
1: that's
2: right uh, knowing well, our our historian he gets us in a lot of places
1: he does well th- We're calling this an investigation event because it's more than just that. Now, when people check in, they're going to be able to enjoy themselves doing some other things. We're going to have a few vendors. We're not calling for vendors. We have just a few. We'll be selling stuff. That's just the people
2: that are being. Um, Yeah. The investigators.
1: If you guys are familiar with Copper Mosaic Cecily. Makes amazing dowsing rods, which she's going to have available for people. If you know, if you want some, if you don't have any equipment, even if you do, her dowsing rods are fantastic. Um, in em- empathic readings by Rocks, uh, she will be doing some psychic readings for people, just little mini oh, readings. Right, yes.
2: When you said Rox.
1: that's how she mm-hmm. wants. Okay. She wants us to refer to her.
2: Okay. She's uh, a rock.
1: On Friday night, inside the church from 7 to 7.30, we're going to have Q&A with the investigators. And that is also Q&A with the ghosts, where Don Ballner of Haunted MD and Cherie from Lunar Paranormal of Virginia are going to be both fielding questions from people about their investigations. And also talking to the ghosts in the church, doing a little mini investigation. Cherie does an amazing job with that spirit box.
2: She's got a spirit box that's off the hook.
1: Yeah, and she's real good at it.
2: She gets a lot of hits. In fact, uh, we, we as weird as it was a guy's night night out, we went to one of their things with Miller Kite and her spirit box, the spirits told said hi to me and what do you want Donnie to do? Smile. <laughs> and you know me. I'm always yeah. smiling. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it's with your nose. Your nose yes. smiles a lot.
2: My eyes give it away. All right.
1: So that's, that's one of the things that's going to happen before we break off and do the investigations. And then Saturday night, Mr. O'Rourke, you know exactly uh, what's going to happen. We're going during that time slot. We're going to have story time by the fire behind the church. Uh-huh.
0: So, yep.
1: So, and, and I'm very excited about this. Uh, quite a number of us, not all of us are going to be dressed up in civil war era clothing, which is not only fun, but it will make us walking trick trigger objects. Um, So look for a few of us to to be all decked out.
0: Thank you. I think it's going to be a fantastic time all around. I can't wait.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. So, where can we find tickets? If you know we're looking. Eventbrite. And any number of
2: the ads I put out. <laughs> well, that's true. Um
1: if you go to Eventbrite and search Spirits of Brandy Station, it will take you right to it. Uh tickets are thirty five dollars a piece or two for fifty.
2: Um
1: and we've actually there's not a whole lot of they have live
2: to music with so. Christina James. That's right.
1: Uh Christina Harold. She's gonna
2: be playing uh violin period yeah. uh songs and all. Yeah. Don and I Ooh. may sing. I'm <laughs> sure yeah.
1: And and if we might make a few big booming noises. We'll yeah, we might make some booming.
2: <laughs> <engineering. laughs> Sounds exciting. Uh, might be a couple pair of shells lobbed over. It. We're,
1: we're restraining ourselves from bringing out uh, Mr. T Rex. uh
0: Oh. We'll Save that
1: for the Paracon. <laughs> we was known from T Rex. We all know this. Well, the yes. Paracon, yes. It's kind of the unofficial mascot.
0: Oh yeah. I dig it.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, Why don't we kind of end things with how we can, you know, follow um, Fleetwood church and all the special events that you guys host there. And, you know, anything else you'd like to add.
2: You can follow us on historic Fleetwood church, LLC. Uh, You can follow us on spirit guys, paranormal,
1: both on Facebook. Both
2: are Facebook pages.
1: Um, we tend to have uh, external websites for specific events, but but the best pa- place to follow us is on those two pages. Uh, we're really ramping up next year. If all goes well, there will be at least
2: two major two events. major. So we're we'll thinking about another uh, psychic fair in the spring. Yep. And then in the fall, bring back the Paracon. The Paracon loves.
1: 2022. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, that, that plans yeah. to be a doozy, so uh, stay tuned. Yeah, we're, we're,
2: we're already working on that. It's, yeah, we are. Awesome. Be another one louder. Yep,
1: yep, yep.
2: We'll take that one to 11 also.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm definitely going to look forward to that one. Um, I'll go ahead and get your, um, your Facebook links, um, not only for your Uh, Teams page but for the the Church's page as well and I'll put that in the show notes for this podcast episode that way everybody can know exactly where to go and I'll even throw in the Eventbrite link uh, for the Spirits at Brandy Station uh, public investigation this weekend
2: Awesome, thank Thank
0: you. you Absolutely, no, 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 guys seriously, thank you so much for coming on and Telling me all about the, the church, kind of giving me a refresher course, I guess, and more importantly, letting the listeners know about this really, truly, you know, beautiful piece of history that very much deserves to be brought back to life. And, of course, thank you for all of your efforts and, you know, helping make that a reality. Well, you if know, anything it, else
2: we're showing what para unity really means. Yeah,
1: it, we get a lot of support and we want to thank everybody that helps us out. We we kinda pulled this particular event together with amazing speed. And you know, we reached out to our friends and they were there and we're grateful. So
0: Fantastic.
1: Take
0: para care. Unity. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, Take care. I will be seeing you very, very soon. Thank you yes, again for you coming would. on. All right
1: have Thank a good you.
0: One. you too. Good Peace night: <laughs> What will our gracious Phantom Bard come up with next? Hmm, I guess you will just have to wait and listen to the next episode. Guys and gals, places aren't the only things that can be haunted. People can objects and much more. Keep that in mind. I am afraid that is all I have for you, though. If you enjoyed this episode, which I hope you did, go check out the link tree for the show and follow along on the show's social media pages Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, even TikTok. The official link is linktr.ee backslash hauntingly yours paranormal. I will put this link in the show notes along with my good friends from Spirit Guides, Paranormal, uh, Facebook pages, link, and the link to the historic Fleetwood Church. Most importantly, when it comes to this podcast, don't forget to review and subscribe. That is extremely important. This helps other people like yourselves find the show and Join our para family. Thank you so much, guys. New episodes will be coming at you very, very soon. Until next time, I'm DC O'Rourke. I am and will remain, much like the spirits, hauntingly yours.